Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. All right, uh, Shaq, it is time to ask your question at the top of the show. Here it is Is your house clean? Uh, yes, very clean. I am a germaphobe, uh, and I have obsessive compulsive disorder, so I clean constantly. Wow, yeah, I did not know that about you. Yeah, man, it's a problem. Everybody, check us out at Six Unseemly on all social media, <laughs> unseemlyquestions.com. Welcome to Six Unseemly Questions. I'm your host, Victor Bernardo. This is my sidekick, Shaq Stanley. What up? All right. We've got a great contestant of the show today. Everybody put your hands together for Sean Donnelly. All right. Hello. Hey. Hello. Thank you for having me. First time, long time. I'm so glad you're on the show. This is going to be a good time, I can tell. <laughs> That's a sweet-ass beard, man. Thank you. It's to cover my fat face. <laughs> we also have a, we also have a wonderful studio audience. Put your hands together for Jeffrey, Joseph, and Ray Sani. Welcome to the show. All right. Uh, let me explain how the show works, Sean, and then we'll get, we're going to get started. What I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you six unseemly questions. At the end of each question, I'll ring a bell if I like your answer like this. However, if I do not like your answer, I will not ring a bell, and I'll tell you why. Regardless of how many bells you get at the end of the show, I'll decide whether or not it's worth giving you five whole dollars for your appearance on the show. Got it. All right. Let's get started with question number one. Question number one. Do you consider yourself barrel-chested? <laughs> um, I don't know if I can. Yes, I am barrel. Ch I'm like old timey circus man barrel chested. I definitely. <laughs> yes, I. <laughs> I look like a wrestler from the '80s with my shirt. You off, do have I, like yeah. kind of like a strongman body. You <laughs> do, do like you. You do. Body. Yeah, you're kind of. You, you've got that thing going on. Like I, when I see you, I see like Captain Kirk. You yes. know. <laughs> I'm like a strong man with no upper body strength. I'm, just like a, I'm like a strong man with the strength of a newt. That's that's basically what's going on there. Uh, but yeah, I think I always wish I was lanky, and you would never uh -huh. describe me as when I was like 16. I was lanky, but I think there's probably been a couple of people who are like you're kind of barrel chested. Yeah, so I would yeah. say yes. That answer is 100 percent yes. And I'm gonna going forward, I'm gonna call myself that instead of fat. That's going to be that's fantastic. <laughs> barrel, don't call me fat. I'm barrel chested. Yeah. How about, how about a barrel? I'm going to give you a bell on that because you've satisfied my curiosity. <laughs> Very good question. It is time for question number two. But before we do that, can you tell people out there what you do? What I do is I um, I show people my barrel chest on stage on a, day, a nightly basis. I just barrel the chest every day. No, I... Uh, I do stand-up comedy uh, on the road and in New York City, and uh, I have a podcast called Brand New Jerks. That's that's what I do work-wise. I do otherwise is not much else. I just I watch movies and I uh, talk to my mom once a day. That's what I do. <laughs> uh, who's on your podcast with you? Uh, very funny comedian Ray Zawadney. It's a podcast called Brand New Jerks. Awesome, great! Yeah. Everybody, check Thanks. out Brand New Jerks. Now it is time for question number two. Cool. Question number two. 
What are your favorite Irish cliches? <laughs> These are very uh, pointed questions. Um, well, I write questions specifically for each person. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay, so uh, my favorite <laughs> ever, and I, <laughs> my mom. The thing is, my mom uses these old timey sayings from like her grandmother's time. And mm -hmm. one of the best ones, I, and I think this is pretty Irish. One of the best ones I ever heard is if she doesn't think she looks nice, she'll look in the mirror and she'll say, I look like the wreck of the Hesperus. And I, for years, I had no idea. <laughs> it's Greek <laughs> no mythology, idea. right? What'd you say? Is it Greek mythology? No, it's a ship from a story that sank in like 1902. It's just like a, it's like a fictional ship. From like a, a short story from like 1802, but like I'm like stop, just say Titanic. Don't say that's like a... don't stop trying to be quirky with your old timey sayings. That's a deep cut. It's a deep cut. <laughs> and when we were when we were growing up, we couldn't call my mom she. If you called her she, she would say she's the cat's mother, which I think is was Irish as well. <laughs> and I still don't know what that one means either. I have no idea. That's how you know they're old timey sayings because you have to like look up in a book what they actually mean. You can't get it from the saying, you know. Maybe someone said a friend of mine, he used to talk about an Irish saying that someone said that like he would snatch a goat through a church fence like that was like a saying. <laughs> like that's how slick he is. He could pull a goat through a, a church fence. I, I don't But it was like some Irish saying that someone said he could snatch a goat through a church fence. <laughs> there's, a, there's, there's, a, there's a common one that we never it's like real Irish called tis himself, which means just like that's him like that's <laughs> himself tis himself which means like it's usually i think it means like this guy's an asshole but people are just like to be be nice they're like ah tis himself it's that's him that's what it is oh i get it yeah it's it's all you know it's well, all code I, i'm gonna say i'm gonna say bell uh because yeah. i learned a lot and uh you, that was great and <laughs> everybody who doesn't like learning <laughs> absolutely it is time for question number three. Question number three. Would you be a vampire or food? Wait, do you mean would I be a vampire or or vampire food, which is human? Like, are you saying like yes, or just it, actual I, I guess, food? I guess maybe during the vampire apocalypse, would you end up on the side of the vampires or would you be food? I think I'd out of it's like out of because um, then, yeah, there's um. I think I'd, I I would like to be the person that says food so I can keep my, you know, my, um, I don't know. It's, I think it sounds more noble to say food, but I think I would be too curious about being a vampire. It just seems like too much fun, but then you're cursed because then you live forever and it's a whole big thing. So uh, <laughs> it <laughs> is, it's a whole big thing. A whole big thing. I would say <laughs> vampire. I would say, I would say, even though I, you, even though it'd be a lot of issues would arise, I would still say vampire. Definitely vampire. What do you think, much, Ray? Would you be vampire fun. or food? I'd be food because uh, the vampires really like to eat food, and I would really love to be eaten. Whoa. Oh. Good to hear. This took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey, what would you would you be vampire or food? I would like to be a vampire. Just so when I audition for what we do in the shadows and I don't uh -huh. get it, I can be like, this is bullshit. Exactly. But if you if you got it without being food, it'd be cultural appropriation for the vampires. <laughs> no winning. <laughs> no winning. You can't win either way. It is now time for question number four. 
Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm going to say uh, Bell on that one because we had a nice round of conversation. All right, it's time for question number four. Question number four. Tell me a personal ghost story. Oh, a personal ghost story? Um, I don't have, I don't really, I, I, the, only, the only personal ghost story, and it's kind of too serious, is like right after my dad, my dad died a long time ago. Uh, I, I, was walking down the street in Manhattan and I was convinced I saw him like three people ahead of me. And that's like, that's the closest thing I have to a ghost. I, I, I kind of had like a mini, mini uh, panic attack. Cause I was like, Oh my God, that's definitely my dad. Like from behind, I was like, that's definitely my dad. So like, that's the closest thing that I, ha I have to a real uh, ghost story. It's not really funny or really uh, uplifting, but yeah, that, that hundred <laughs> percent, that hundred percent happened to me. Like it was like three months after my dad died. And I'm like, Oh my God, it's the back of my dad's head. And it was, it was not my dad, obviously, but for a second, I thought I saw a ghost. Did you have a thought process? Like during that moment when you thought you saw your dad, were you like, did he fake it? Like, what were you thinking? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All, all those years of TV when I'm like, who is he on the lamb? And I caught him. Like what happened? Here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, is he the I'm say, relocation program. What's going on? Pretty entertaining, but no bell on that question. Okay. No problem. <laughs> His dad died. <laughs> I realized this. Victor doesn't like emotional stuff. Remember? No, I do like, like I like emotion. I do. I love emotion and I love people. I love I I'm a big fan. <laughs> I'm just trying to get I am a big fan of these emotions I hear of. <laughs> it is time for question number five. Question number five. Do you dance alone? Uh, no, because I'm I'm white, and I'm even, I even insult myself if I wish to see myself. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a very bad dancer. I might. I feel, I, sing alone. I feel like when I, I, I at least when I go out to a club, like if you go out to a club, the people dancing along are alone are usually white women. I would say the ones oh. who are like are tripping out on the music by themselves. Are you going to? Fish I would say shows it's usually. Constantly? I mean, but what you're saying <laughs> you're saying white is an excuse. I'm saying that I've seen plenty of white women dance alone at clubs. I'm just a bad dancer. I will sing alone. I sing in my apartment all day, and I have a terrible voice, so I do that. But dance, I can't. I can't even. I cannot justify me dancing ever, ever. Oh, you're just I, like a bad dancer. I'm a bad dancer. I do the. I do like the white guy wedding dance. I just do the the hands above the the the, 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 the hands moving thing. This thing. How did? How did you find out you were a bad dancer? Was there a moment where you're like, I'm going to be good at dancing, and then you figured out you were bad? How, like, do you remember? Um, because I, well, I, what I did was I did a, 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 an experiment. I watched people who were good at dancing and realized I wasn't doing that. <laughs> 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 I have eyeballs, and I went, holy shit, that's dancing. <laughs> so, yeah, I, no, I just know I'm a bad dancer. Like, I have no, like, I'm probably. I could, you know, you, if, if you're at a party or something, I could probably yeah. like not embarrass. I'm not a lane from Seinfeld. You know what I mean? Like, but I'm not, I'm not like, I don't consider myself like an actual good dancer with like, like good rhythm, but I could like keep up if I had the dance. I don't want to like not join in a little bit. You know what I mean? I feel weirder staying out of a dance situation. Uh -huh. I think you feel even more awkward. So I'll join in a little bit, then kind of go get a drink and stuff like that. But I'm not very good. I would not be considered good. Got it. Okay. And that's your plan for how you socially survive in dance situations. Exactly. Yeah, to the bare minimum. <laughs> Got it. I'm All like, right. Yeah, I'm like, a, I'm like a, a civil service worker when it comes to dancing. <laughs> I'm going to say, you know, it wasn't the answer that I wanted, but I enjoyed the answer that I got. Yeah. It is now time for question number six. Question number six. 
What's the first thing you would fix about the world? Oh my God, that's a biggie. Um, I think I would. I, I'm not. I know it's a very it's a very easy thing to say, but I think I don't think of getting rid of social media. But I think I would take have the world take a six month break from social media. I think that could help us. Uh, I think it's so brutal. I know it's very cliche to say, but six month break. I've never heard that take on it. But you can go back to it. Also, yeah. now what would you what would be the first thing you would fix about the world? If your identity was public doing it, I'm kidding. Because <laughs> if you because if you turned off social media for six months, people would kill you. People would come after you. <laughs> That'd be okay. Yeah, they wouldn't be able to find me. I don't know. I'd be in hiding somewhere. Uh, yeah. No. Even with my identity being the one who did it, because you know they have that app that's like called One Sec, where it's like it. You pick one app that you like, it delays you opening up the app, and people that use it love it. Like it does this this black screen for like fifteen or twenty seconds, and a lot of people like they don't go like Instagram. They won't go on it because this app is going. If you mm -hmm. just did that for everybody for a short period of time, you would see people probably get off it. Maybe like treat them treat people better. You know, it gets it got so out of hand. You know, so that's I don't know. It's kind of a frivolous thing, but it's still something that could help. I think. All right. I, 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 I don't even know if it would be ultimately helpful or harmful. I can't even, I have no clue. I think I, I wouldn't even be able to act more in person, you know, like it forced like kind of how you used to. So I think it kind of could help interpersonally, you know, like helped all the political bullshit. Maybe. I don't know. I'm just talking. It's, about it. Well, it's a tough call because I think that a lot of times as the world evolves, like when things, when things evolve and could potentially be neutral. Okay. So when things evolve and could potentially be neutral, it's hard to under, it's hard to, to think that like sometimes i think to myself am i is this thing that i'm looking at wrong or is it just i am the old generation and the world's evolving <laughs> like the fact that they're like taking in technology and that's just part of their lives now like am i just the old curmudgeon like ah, it should still be the way i wanted it to be <laughs> I, <laughs> we use pencils pencils no i'm basing it more on like comments on online i don't mean you know i'm not saying yeah i technology is fantastic i'm a fan i like adapting <laughs> i'm not a, i'm not an old curmudgeon yet maybe in certain things but like i mean like i don't know man like troll the troll culture thing that's never good for anybody right i don't know i mean you know what you think when I, you're saying oh that's just part of who they no i don't know people that I don't... troll people aren't it's like in person if you met them they would it would it would be completely different you know yeah. i think i think i would instead if i was doing this in the same realm of what you're doing, I would just make it impossible for people, people to be anonymous online. Like if you're online, people know exactly who you are. Well, that's that. Hey, that works too. That, that was would like be that amazing. Elon Musk thing where he's like, I want to verify every Twitter account. Like he's like with like documents and stuff. <laughs> Sounds a little bit odd, but yeah, but that's kind of what he, well, meant. I like, mean, if you, if you to... want people like the anonymity, they, they yeah. like that power. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, but wait, ultimately... that means I have to get rid of my grinder account. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeffrey. Only for six months. <laughs> don't beat a dead horse over there, Jeffrey. <laughs> All right. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say bell on that. All right. I yeah, almost said no bells. bell because of Jeffrey's outburst, but <laughs> I'm going to say bell. Okay, cool. All right, you've answered all six questions. Thank you very much. Uh, now it's time to decide whether or not you get $5. But before we do that, can you tell people out there where to find you? 
Yes, you can find me. I have a website, SeanDonnellyComedy.com. And on the social media I was just talking about, I am <laughs> at SeanyTime. That's, that's S-E-A-N-Y-T-I-M-E on Instagram and Twitter. All right. That's Shawnee time. Great. Okay. Uh, well, it's time to decide whether or not you get $5. As always, we canvass the room starting with you, Shaq. What do you think? Should Sean get $5 for his appearance on the show? Uh, I want to say yes, because okay. uh, I, I also have very strong opinions about social media and technology, and um, I think they're destroying us. So give them that $5. You think they're destroying uh, us? Yeah. They're making us less human. All right. Got it. Okay. Uh, let's uh, move on to Jeffrey. What do you think? Should Sean get $5 for his appearance on the show? I got to say this first. Okay. <laughs> the, the way Shaq owns that chair he's sitting in right now <laughs> is quintessentially American. Just like, yeah, this is my f- chair. And I'm it's a, it's a real f- Archie Bunker pose he's got going <laughs> on. <laughs> Technology's ruining us, meathead. <laughs> All right. Uh, for those of you. For those of you just listening to the audio version, everybody likes how Shaq slouches. Uh, <laughs> it's not. Oh yeah, I got slouch. I got real bad posture. It's it's kind of like um, it's a lean back. It's, yeah, it's it's, cool. yeah, he's like leaning back, like this is my world. <laughs> no, I like it's it. like Doctor Claw from Inspector Gadget. <laughs> 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 it's a very good and dated reference. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm an old man, so there we go. I say five dollars for Sean Donnelly. Thank All you, right, my friend. Uh, Jeffrey is on the five dollar train. All right, Ray, what do you think? Should uh, Sean yeah. get? Oh, all right. Sorry, That's totally fine. That's fine. You know, obviously you're a little excited and really want him to get the money. Yeah, you know, I'm just really into barrel chested men. So. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? I'm really loving this this phrase. Uh, yes, please. Thank you. I'm like I'm using it going forward. All right. Let's just ask our uh, producer, Rachel. What do you think, Rachel? Should Sean get five dollars for his appearance on the show? Um, I'm going to have to say yes, because I'm somebody who will not go on the dance floor under any circumstances. And it seems like he's willing to cover for someone like me. And I really appreciate that. All right. <laughs> She's like uh, saying you should get the money because you are a great anxiety shield. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, so let's uh, last ask the last person that we need to ask, Sean, and that is you. I I uh, I think yeah. I had a really good time. So I think just to put the cherry on top, the five dollars would make this such an amazing experience. So yeah, I think I should get the five bucks. Sure. Wow, it's uh, well said. You know what? I'm going to give you $5. Congratulations. Uh, you win $5 for appearing on the show. Thank uh, you. Thank you for having great me. Great job. It's great to have you. I uh, just got to wrap this up. Shaq, what did you learn from this week's show? Oh, man. I learned that Sean can't dance uh-huh. <laughs> and that his mom makes a lot of weird-ass boat references <laughs> that nobody from this era would understand. And I think that's pretty hot. <laughs> and you think that is pretty hot. Yeah. Everybody, check us out at Six Unseemly on all social media at unseemlyquestions.com. A podcast network. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.